How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Conti and Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> the first time they go offense, they take Jordan Love. They take Jordan Love. Listen, Matisse Thibel will lock up. Matisse <laughs> CP3. Oh my. God. Chris Paul. Oh my God. Chris Paul, baby. Oh. Right, Will? Nope, I totally disagree. Like, <laughs> Welcome back to Conti and Nick. It's a big episode 50 today. It's it's another another mark, you know, another big mark. It's a big mark. Yeah, we're we're back here in Marshfield uh, getting ready to do the episode and uh, I just moved out of college like about an hour ago. It's it's a little weird, I'm not going to lie, being back where it all started and we're going to be here until September until further is, notice. Until for, yeah, literally Expect until a further lot notice. More guests now that we're all oh, here. Oh, absolutely. Too. Yeah. Expect a lot more guests. We don't got nothing today. Yeah. But next week, for sure, I believe Big Jake wants to come back on. Oh, boy. So uh, I love it. I love you it. You know, uh, put your kids to bed early. Yeah, I know, right? Put <laughs> this, your kids to bed early. Be... Don't let them come. Don't let them, don't let them come to the show. It's this not is, worth this it. This is going to be TVMA yeah, when exactly, he comes on. Exactly. So uh, real quick, before we started, you know, um, a few months back, Will Nicholson gave me United States currency, the amount, $5, for a bet that we made true, of Dolphins versus Raiders. And he was wrong. I was right. Which went into OT? It today, was a football game. Today, I'm on the other side of that coin. <laughs> I am sorry. There's an all singles, Will Nicholson. <laughs> That's quite all right. But here are your five dollars. Oh, uh, thank you. Conti. I cannot fucking believe Derek Stingley was taking number you three. You know what's crazy? My... Neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can I. We're gonna talk about a definitely, little bit. Definitely of, uh... felt great. Uh, you know, definitely felt great getting that phone call immediately after. <laughs> oh, that was the best. I was. Uh... <laughs> so I'm I'm sitting in my common room with my roommate, uh, Tom Delory, great guy. And he's getting ready to go on a flight to Denver because he's got to go to a wedding. Yep. He's leaving like the next morning and he's sitting there watching the draft with me. And I, the Texans are picking. I'm going, come on, Stingley, 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 Stingley. And they pick Stingley. I stand up and go, let's fucking go <laughs> at like nine o'clock at night. And I just immediately call Conti. And he goes, I can't fucking believe it. I can't. I'm like, Neither can I. I can't. Hey, you know what? Like I said. Now I know that there are two nonsensical people in the world. Exactly. <laughs> the Raiders GM exactly. and Will Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> they both don't make sense. Hey, you know what? I mean, I, I, I guess I, I guess that means somebody in that Texans organization listened to the show and like what you that's, had to that's say. That's what I'm saying. Whatever, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, oh, the upside, man, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's somewhere, I guess, in some fucking I far guess. distant universe. It, it feels like a Texans thing, right? The Texans are like, oh, yeah, LSU corner. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's a whole compilation on, of YouTube. Of him getting burned by NFL wide receivers, which, by the way, there is. You should 100% go watch it. It's it's hilarious, I must yeah. say. You know but, what? Uh, I mean, why, let me tell you. Why wouldn't you want the guy? I'm sorry. Why would you want the guy who never let up a touchdown? Yeah. Why would sure, you want him? Sure thing. Why I would mean, you? Didn't he let up? You take let, the his guy, stats are insane. Take, Sauce's stats no, no, are ridiculous. Thing, <laughs> take the guy who only had a great freshman year and then was inconsistent yeah, all three yeah. of his other years. No, why would you but want Gino, the guy? But Gino, he changed his number to seven. Huh? But he changed his number to seven, Gino. Oh, my God. Gino, he went from 24 to seven. Well, I know what happens. God, he's I know a, a corner I know a guy now. that went 35 to seven and got swept in the first round by Boston. That's true. That's a good so point. So, guess what? It's a good point. Not going to work out too yeah. well, is it, my friend? No, it's not. <laughs> well, no, it is not. Texans, you know, enjoy enjoy futility. On the defensive side of the ball, yes. enjoy futility. Exactly. I like Davis Mills. I do like what they're doing. I like Mills. Slightly what they're doing on offense. I'm, I'm, I love it. I, listen, we'll, we'll get into episode it. 31, I called it. I go, watch this. Davis Mills, 
Nico Collins and Brevin Jordan are going to be triplets. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> we, hey, we still have yet to see. We still, huh? I'm holding you to that, though. Okay. I'm holding you to Absolutely that. Absolutely do it. All right, so do you want to jump into your, uh, your winners or losers first? Conti? I think the question is, do you want to do it? Ooh, you know what? I kind of want to do winners. I'll, I'll get into, we'll get the good you out do? of the way, I think. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Nah, let's get the bad out of the way. All right, fine. All right, well, we'll, start, we'll start with the bad because we're going to jump right into it since we're on the Texans. Uh, one of my losers is actually the Texans. I have the, the Texans being a loser for this draft. I will say this one's a little bit uh, nitpicky, and we're going to go into more teams where I think are absolutely uh, losers. Obviously, uh, Stingley is, was not the right pick. It wasn't. It was a prediction by me. That doesn't mean it was right. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't like that they picked Stingley here. But the fact that they looked at him way too much was like, oh, okay. Like they're having a lot of meetings with with Stingley. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I, I I honestly couldn't believe it either because I am on record of saying I still believe Sauce was the best corner in this draft. It it wasn't close. He is you know bigger, more athletic, and his stats were way better. He's so the, he's the prototypical. Exactly. That you want in today's NFL. And Absolutely. I mean, and you look at it and, yeah, stats, stats, stats. You can look at stats all you want. But I argue, Will, when you actually have less stats as a corner, that's a good thing. Yeah. If you are an everyday starting cornerback and you actually have less stats than, say, someone like Trayvon Diggs, like, look, no one's going to argue that Jalen Ramsey is, or, or about Xavier Howard, or Jalen Ramsey or Trayvon Diggs. That's the word yes. I'm trying to say. Like guys who get high numbers of picks, but we all know Jalen Ramsey's better because he's locked down. Absolutely. Trayvon Diggs gets is a 50-50 corner. He's the J.R. Smith. He's the J.R. Smith of the NFL. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he also does the best thing you've ever seen in the worst. Like it's, it's crazy. Like that, that's it. But no one argues. And when you're a corner, like I said, with Jalen Ramsey, I mean, you're gonna get low amounts of picks because you're locking down. And same thing with Darrell. I, I love Darrell Revis. I think, in, in my opinion, besides Tom Brady. He's a top five player I've personally ever seen play football. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you feel the same, but that, that's how I feel. So that's why I tell my guys all the time. I go, I don't care if you don't get a single interception. I don't care if this unit doesn't yeah. get a single interception all season because that means you did your job. Absolutely. That means yeah. you did your job. You know, and yeah. I can't fault you for it. No, I agree. I think having being a ball hawk is important to a certain degree. Oh, of course it is. Like it, you, you want to get turnovers. Yeah, you, know you I mean? need you but need it's, that break. It's one know? thing or another when it comes to okay, am I getting turnovers because the ball is coming to me a lot, or the the couple of times they dare throw my way? Yeah, you make a play on the ball, or is so. it because you just play such like lockdown defense, like man zone, whatever it may be, that Absolutely. you get a sack or it's a shorted like you need five yards and you get three and it's a turnover on downs because yeah. don't forget like uh, like a turnover on downs is still a turnover yeah. you know obviously turnover on downs but obviously <laughs> no shit but you know what yeah. i'm trying to say no i know what you mean so i, I will say for stingley he has the tools to be an nfl corner H-O-F-E-R. yeah sure he's 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 got the tools uh he he looks like a corner he looks like your nfl court he passes the eye test it's just all about what can he do on the field uh, like i said you can literally look it up on youtube there is compilation of him going against like Alabama, LSU, um, and I sauce you said? Uh, no, uh, Derek. Derek well, Stingley did. played in LSU. Stingley, or no, sorry, not LSU. Like Clemson. Yeah, Clemson, like Alabama. Guys like T. Higgins. Yes, yes. So he, he's playing against real NFL wide receivers, and he's he gets burned a lot. I think Jerry Judy like torched him for like a hundred yards just on him that game. So it's it's not great, right? It's uh, but you know, I I still think he has. The tools he's gonna have to get coached up for sure 
uh, I don't know. Like I said, I don't, I don't like the pick, the, the pick and, and, the Texans and, and, made. But and let's think about this. How do you think in practice he fared against Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson? Probably not much better. <laughs> Probably not much better at all. And also, uh, and one, one more thing to uh, to mention the Texans. I don't like them taking uh, Kenyon Green. I like the pick. I see. It was, I, a, it was a very safe sure. Pick. It's, it's a be, safe he's, pick. He's going to be a good player. But I, I would have liked Zion Johnson. I like Zion Johnson better if you're going to go interior lineman. I really like Zion Johnson. I feel like Zion Johnson has a little more nasty, and he has a little bit better of getting to the second level, which I liked, and I think you kind of need for a rebuilding team. Uh, again, that that's more nitpicky, but I would have much rather. Uh, I would have rathered. Uh, you just Zion want to Johnson. see the New England guys getting guys from Boston Absolutely. College. <laughs> that's it. Who wasn't a uh, Linderbaum was still on the board there too, yes. right? But so he's that, been projected more of a sure, center. Sure, yeah. sure. But I mean, he can kick in and play guard. But Absolutely. I mean, there's really no point in taking a first round guy that high if you're just going to convert him. Sure. If you pick a guy like that, you pick him to play his. Absolutely. Yeah. Who do you got for uh, a loser, Gina? You only have the Texans? No, no, no I got more. Oh, list all your losers. All right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll keep going through. Uh, my losers, I have uh, the Cowboys as another loser. Um, Tyler Smith made no sense. I get you, you one offensive that one lineman. You predicted didn't you? I think so. Yeah, I am. I, I think, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all the picks I predicted it. were awful. <laughs> no, but... Um, hey, Ty- whatever, you got it right. Yeah, right? Tyler Smith to the Cowboys. I mean, he's just a penalty machine. And that's not what the Cowboys need. If you remember in the game that they lost to the 49ers, it was penalties. They just kept on getting penalty on penalty. There was holds. There was defensive pass interference. It, it was all over the place. Uh, I had Tyler, wait, I had uh, Zion Johnson going to the Cowboys. Never mind. So I got that oh, one. Oh, did you? Wrong. Yeah, I had to double check that. I had, oh, Tyler, I had Tyler Smith uh, going to the X. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I okay. had him around the same range, though, the 24 to 26 range. Oh, whatever. But he, he's just a penalty machine. And I, I get, yeah, he's he's got a little bit of nasty to him. He does. Uh, I think that's the main thing when you when you talk about his film. It's it's nasty. That's what it is. He's he you know he finishes blocks. He gets guys to the ground. But he's boomer bust. Absolutely. Yeah, he's boomer bust. But I I don't understand. I really don't understand this pick. I mean, I get you need offensive line help, but it's it's too many penalties for me, and I I didn't like the pick. Um. So we'll move on to. I'll, I'll go to the Vikings next. I think the Vikings are another loser of mine. Uh, first oh, of all, they, they listen. They traded all. They traded down and down and down and down, all just for them to take Louis Cine. Right? Come on. Like that's. I don't like that move. I don't. I feel like they could have gotten some value there. There were guys on the board, and they traded back and they traded all the way back, like way way back. Uh, so I have them as my other loser. And then finally, I'm gonna go with the Jags. Uh, I don't like how they took Walker over Hutchinson. I also don't really like the Devin Lloyd pick. I get he's he's uh, he's the big he's big athletic he's a linebacker, but I don't know. I feel like the Jags could have done a lot better in this draft, and I well, I feel what like would they you have rather them done. All right, so there were some guys still on the board at that point, right? I'm gonna pull up the draft board. I mean, we have it Carl Loftus was still there. Carl Loftus was still there. I uh, I understand Nicobe Dean fell. Uh, Andrew Booth was still there. Jermaine Johnson, I believe, was still there. So there was a lot of guys that were... Wait, no, No, because Jermaine Johnson was taking the pick okay, before. Okay, you're right. Because the Jets and, traded up. Andrew Booth was still there. There were still guys that were there. Like There was a lot of people that were still there. And I, I don't know. I, I disagree with the... I think they could have done more. I wish the, the Jags did more. Kind of how... Uh, my A couple of winners, just to spoil it, I guess. The Jets had a phenomenal draft. The Giants had a phenomenal draft. And I, I, I just... I don't agree with what the the Jags have done. I feel like they could have and they should have done more. I would have liked to see them move up. 
I feel like any of the teams who really traded down for the most part didn't really win, it feels like, besides a, a handful. But um, pretty much anyone who traded um, up, you know, had a better draft. Anyone who went up and got one of these wide receivers, I mean, had to, right? Like, they all went so quickly. But those are my uh, my losers. So here, here are my losers. I'm with you. I got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Round one, pick one, Trayvon Walker. You t- I mean, you tried to get fancy. You tried to be smarter than everyone else, okay? That's you as a GM trying to be like, oh, really? You all think that Aiden Hutchinson is the best. Well, I know something you don't know. No, no. Aiden awesome. Hutchinson by far was the best player in this draft. Trayvon Walker, yes, has the potential. But come on. Like, if you have the layup, you take the layup. Yeah. Okay, like, listen, Lonzo Ball. I, I wouldn't even be mad if they took uh, Iki. If they took, well, it wouldn't have made much sense because they got sure, Sheriff and sure. Cameron Robinson and Walker Little last year. Sure. So, I mean, listen, like, if everyone was like, what, what would you have done if they were like, oh, well, Lonzo Ball is an extraordinary player. <laughs> I'm not going to take Jason Tatum. Well, it's pretty much the what Lakers. they did. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, but essentially, yeah. say if they had, like, the number one overall pick. That's what Hutchinson's- I mean. Hutchinson's. Too safe. Yeah, too safe for my liking. He, oh, but what a, he wears a what hard a... hat, glove, and safety goggles. Uh, too <laughs> safe. Trayvon Walker too doesn't need safe. safety goggles. <laughs> no, like, actually, though, it's it's bad. Like, I hate it. This is draft fatigue. What was the one knock that people had on Aiden Hutchinson? He had one bad his, game. His one bad game. Against and Georgia. His arms were short, a yeah. little bit shorter. And they thought that that would affect him at the league because he wouldn't be able to do yeah, enough listen, hand Drew fighting. Drew Brees it's was an awful. absolute bust because he was a short quarterback. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Drew Brees sucks. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, so in round and the other one, I like Devin Lloyd. Good pick. Okay, Luke Fortner. I mean, he's a solid offensive tackle. They took him in round three, pick 65. He's a solid guy. He's somebody who you can kick inside to guard and kind of develop. He could probably be that Cam Robinson replacement since you franchise tagged him. So I, I understand why you took him. Uh, definitely. He's not... Boomer bust. I think he'll be solid. He'll have a good, decent career in the league. But, I mean, you could have done a little bit better, in my opinion. There was another couple tackles still on the board that I would have preferred. And then Chad Muma. I like Chad Muma. I think he has good pursuit. He's a little one-dimensional, but he is speedy, and I do think he can uh, do some nice things for that defense. But that is a crowded linebacker room because they did pay Boyasade Alukon uh, $15 million a year. You also have Trayvon Walker, who can play linebacker, and you have Devin Lloyd. So... I'm kind of interested where Chad Muma goes in there. That's one of my things for the Jaguars. Cowboys, I'm with you again. Another one of my losers. I mean, Tyler Smith, like you said, you covered it, is a penalty machine. He's a boomer bust. I get that Tyron Smith is getting older and injury prone. You kind of want to get that heir apparent. But again, I really don't think this, I wouldn't say this year. I really don't think at this pick, picking a guy with that much downside, is that necessary. I think that he'll need a lot of coaching and a lot of mentorship. Tyron's, I can't believe Carl Loftus fell as much as he did. I know. I, I can't, there, I there's so agree. many teams who should absolutely you know, and Tyron Smith can do it. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I, I just I don't like the pick. I feel as though you could have done a lot better. Um, round two, Sam Williams. He is also very one-dimensional. He's speedy. But my big knock on him is you have he has a lot of off-the-field issues. with um, I believe it was sexual misconduct. I mean, if you're Dallas, I mean, you know, you're always in the limelight. Why don't you just yeah. take a guy who's a good role model? Exactly. If you're America's team, wouldn't you want America to be represented by good role models? Throw him to the guys? Raiders. He'll figure, they'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> and, real and then pick three uh, was Jalen Tolbert. A good wide receiver, and they needed depth. He's a smooth route runner. So I actually don't mind that pick, but those first two really don't sit well with me if you're Dallas. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are actually another loser of mine. I thought about I mean, putting them there. I think personally that Olave, 
at 11 was a reach. Oh, he, def massive. he definitely was a first-round talent, but not only was it a reach at 11, you traded up. I believe it was eight spots you traded up for it him. It was pretty big. So, they mean, went from 19 to yeah, 11. 11 yeah. Which, to me, in my life, I, I don't know. I would have traded up personally with Washington and gotten Jahan Dotson. I yeah. think you actually would have gotten some similar production there. I think Jahan Dotson's actually going to be better than Garrett Wilson, personally. I, I really think that Jahan Dotson's upside, just his route running, his smooth ability, being able to learn any playbook, his smarts. He's no Taekwon Thornton, though. That's for I sure. love Taekwon Thornton. I, that was I a great pick. love that pick, and I don't, just to go for the Patriots real quick, I don't know why people are upset with this pick. Well, he was projected to be more of a third rounder, and we sure. traded up for him in the second round. Sure, but so I get why people would be upset when they look at it, but if you really. Look at that guy's upside. I mean, Taekwon Thornton, the sky's yeah. the limit for him. Absolutely. And um, so going through the other two picks, um, Trevor Penning, just like Tyler Smith. Boomer bust. Boomer <laughs> bust, but he's a mountain of a man. And actually, yes. we can't say that about Tyler Smith, which is which what makes it like a little bit more confusing, the yeah. Dallas one as well, because Trevor Penning, same thing. Penalty machine, holds a lot, you know, throws like – Defensive ends into Desmond Ritter. I don't know if yeah, you saw I've that. Seen that yeah. But I mean, at least he has like the menacing size to be able to hold his own. Yes. You know, and then it then I feel you like can he can it. actually get better with coaching. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And T then, Tyler Smith, I don't know. It's gonna take a lot. Yeah. It's gonna take a lot. And then Alante Taylor, good pick. That was the second round pick, forty nine. Alante Taylor, uh safety corner hybrid. Very good pick. I actually think he's gonna be a big impact player. And then one more I have for losers, the Tennessee Titans. I mean, mm. you had you traded away AJ Brown. You got a first round pick, yeah. but then what did you do? You trade you drafted Traylon Burks with pick eighteen, which was a reach. And not Massive only was reach. not only was it a reach, but you're getting literally the same exact player. So your offense. I think his comparisons were literally were AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. <laughs> so it's like, That's listen, absurd. I'm not I'm not saying that. Yeah, it's bad to get his replacement. But clearly, that offense, yeah. I mean, it was Derrick Henry. They literally got his replacement. They literally <laughs> got his replacement. Like, and, and listen, I'm not, I'm not really one to complain that, you know, you, you're going to have a lack of weapons or trying to upgrade your weapons. But you didn't upgrade. You literally downgraded and then went back. They did like a 360. They did a complete 360. It's stupid. It's stupid. I don't like the, I'm not saying that Traylon Burks can't be a good player. He might even be as good as A.J. Brown, but we've seen this Titans offense with A.J. Brown, and they didn't win anything. Nope. So, <laughs> so, I mean, what are you doing? I don't understand. I get moving on from A.J. Brown if, if you don't want to pay him, but I, I don't know. It's, I, don't, I don't get why they don't pay A.J. Brown. He was one of the better receivers in the league. He's a big body. He's got great He hands. is kind of injury prone. Sure, but, I, I mean, I don't, know if, I don't know if this is a great move. Um, but I, mean, I, does, does I really... do like how they were the team that took a shot on uh, Malik Willis, though. Which, by the way, the biggest draft whiff I will ever have ever was having. Oh, me Mal too. Yeah, I did too. Having yeah, yeah. Malik Willis going two, and then he goes in the third round. Pick eighty-six. Like... I did it too. I'm guilty of it as well. <laughs> it's insane. So yeah. So real quick to recap, uh, round two, pick thirty-five. Roger, Roger McGreary now, I really, I don't like this pick at all. He's a short player, and he doesn't really have a lot of upside. Usually when I talk about short corners and short defensive backs, we look at guys like Azante Samuel. We look at guys like um, Trent McDuffie, who I'm very high on. Gino Conti. Yeah, yeah, Gino <laughs> Conti. I mean, like guys with extremely high upside and guys who can, like, who really don't 
play like they're five foot eleven or five foot ten. You know, short for three. Yeah, five for three. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Guys who don't really play like that. Roger McCreary is a good player. I mean, he's very technically and fundamentally sound, but he plays like he's five foot ten. That's why I think he really should. Have, I don't. I don't like the pick at all. I don't like Roger McCreary. No true upside with him. Round three, pick sixty nine. Nicholas Petit Friere tackle. Good pick. I think that's going to be a good Taylor Lewan replacement with some coaching. And then obviously Malik Willis. I don't like him, but if you can get him in the third round, then you take. Him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my losers. All right. Perfect. Um, I guess we'll jump into my winners. First yeah. of all, I want to go to the my opinion, the biggest winner of the night. They have an A plus plus in my opinion. I the Jets had a phenomenal draft. First of all, you get Sauce Gardner, who I already know Gino loves. I'm very high on him too. Very very talented. You go and get Zach Wilson, a real weapon, and Garrett Wilson, and also you trade up later in the Wilson, first round. It, it, he, I'm mm. not high. I'm not high See, on him. I think that he's probably the most polished route runner in the draft. He he is okay, and I and I like him. But you had. And I know, I know, like, this isn't really my argument for not liking him. Sure. But when you go to the New York Jets, I said this. You got it right, but I will say this. The New York Jets have guys who are polished route runners. Denzel Mims is a good polished route runner. Braxton Barrios is a good slot receiver. And then Elijah Moore is a deep threat. You That's have true. two but, guys. But those are guys who you know who they are. Garrett Wilson has very high potential. He does. Yeah, he does. He does. He but, can be easily, you know, like one of the dogs in the league. Like, see, I like him, and I and I do. He has great vertical verticality, or without yes. having a vertical vertical Vertica- jo- verticality. Yeah, yeah verticality. Yeah, however <laughs> the hell you say it, he has great verticality, and I definitely yes. think that that's gonna fare well. But if I were, the, I would have been more aggressive with the tenth pick, and I would have actually Drake traded London. that up and gotten Drake London. Yeah, I think I, he was a better fit. He complements that offense. Honestly, so well. I didn't really like Atlanta taking him either. I get that their wide receiver room was. And like you can't have Kyle Pitts do it all, but I don't know. I really, I really thought Atlanta was either gonna go edge rusher or tackle in this draft. Well, you, well, I mean, they, yeah, they were desperate. Yeah, yeah Atlanta's desperate for receivers. Absolutely. Man. So, and I do, I don't really like it for this year because, for all intents and purposes, Pitts is a wide receiver. I yeah. mean, let's be real. So he really I mean, is. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, London and Pitts are kind of the similar guys. I know technically he's a tight end. But when Calvin Ridley comes back, you'll have a good variety of weapons. So I do like that. Sure. For my, my point still stands with Garrett Wilson. I think this is a great pick for the Jets. Okay, we're at 10. Wide receivers are going quickly off the board. You know, we know that they're all about to go. Let's get the best guy right now. Let's go get Garrett Wilson. We need him. Uh, you know, we need a receiver. We need to give Zach Wilson weapons. Go ahead and get him. And also, I think that the biggest steal of the draft was them trading back up and getting Jermaine Johnson. That was a huge what, steal. Like, huge steal. 20 26. Something? 26. Like, that's absurd. Huge steal. I, I have him going eighth overall. Yeah, massive. And a lot of other people yeah. had him going He's in the top 10. He's a talented player. Yes. Very talented Lots player. Lots of mock drafts I've seen have him going in the top 10 yeah. as well. I, can't, I don't know what the hell happened. That's crazy. Let's do it. And Aiden has walked into the Conti and Nick set. Aiden, What's up, baby? Can you name me one player that got drafted at the NFL draft this past? Day? No, I cannot because I didn't watch it. <laughs> it's all good. My boy. What up, baby? What's Aiden, up, dog? Straight out of school here, live on Conti and Nick. Uh, we'll go on to my other winners, I guess. Here, uh, the Jets. I think were you know my, you know top of the top winners. But also, I mean, not that far away was the Giants. I think the Giants had a phenomenal draft, especially in the first round. You get honestly two players who were debated going number one overall before all kind of the oh Evan Neal and Thibodeau yeah yeah Evan Neal and Thibodeau you know they got I really think Thibodeau is going to be good I feel like we we fell for the mirage too much of oh does he have the work ethic does he have this does he have that I feel like he's committed I don't know the the way that he uh, I don't know it's it's hard to explain the way that he carried himself up to the stage like I went five I went fifth. 
Okay, and then he's getting hype with that uh, that Make a Wish kit, which was awesome. Got that to chip see on too. the shoulder. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I also really, really like uh, he has the, the Evan best Neal first thing. step in the draft. Oh, yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, but no, he has the best it's first not step even close. He is so athletically gifted. He was more athletically gifted, in my opinion, than both uh, Hutchinson and Walker. Oh, I, Walker was a given. Yeah. Well, and because Walker does have that versatility. Sure. So I think their athleticism is on part, but you can't really compare them really because it's linebacker and defensive sure. line. Yeah. So, I mean, that's strange. Love the Evan Neal pick, too. That was a fantastic oh, yeah. I, I thought the Giants were going to do something stupid, and they were going to reach at this pick, and I thought they were going to go wide receiver, even though they you know, they need a better wide receiver room in theory, but you don't reach at that right now. This, we, this was very good to build the culture, I think, of the Giants. Do we, do we count getting, like, do, does it count getting the Evan Neal pick right? Because I had him going fifth, and he went seventh. Does yeah. that count getting Yeah, right? no, that's right. Yeah, okay. we take that. Yeah. Okay, you got the right team. If All you right. get the right number or the right team, it counts. All right, fine. <laughs> we, we count that. Um, another one I have is the Ravens just sitting right where they are. Kyle Hamilton falls, falls right into their left. Or no, they traded up, I'm sorry, for Hamilton, right? 14 was 14. their pick. That was their pick? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Uh, and so then they, they traded up for Lunderbaum. That, okay, I got those mixed up. So uh, they sit right where they are. They get Kyle Hamilton, who... In my opinion, could easily have been a top three player in the draft as far as talent goes. You thought he was going at six to Carolina. I did. I really did. I thought that was going to be a good pick. But I will say, uh, Akongu fell, and that was a great pick by Carolina, too. But, I mean, if you're the Ravens, you sit back, and you get Kyle Hamilton right in your last. He's instantly going to affect this defense. I mean, right away, he's a day-one starter, in my opinion. And I really think he upgrades your secondary to another level. They desperately needed secondary. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I believe they got a corner later too, right? A couple of rounds later, the second round. No, um, the Ravens. So they got uh, Linderbaum. They got Ojabo, Travis Ojabu, Jones, and, okay. and then Daniel Falele. Okay. So, so the, still so another not, great so draft. I have the them. Ravens. I have them at, for so far the four. I do believe in five or six. They got some secondary players. Yes. I can't. I don't remember the name. No, anymore. I don't either. Yeah. Also, uh, Linderbaum was a massive pickup too. I mean, kid, kid's going to be an all-pro. He's I the mean, next Marshall Yonder. Yeah, he, he's going to be an all-pro. I mean, he has everything that you want in a center. He's big. He's got quick feet. He's got great hands. I mean, he, he weren't you saying he might be the most polished center prospect we've ever seen? That was like, a scout. That was so a scout. A, a scout was saying that. I mean, yeah. I believe it. A kid has everything you want. And I remember saying on the show, like, it's just, it's that country strength, man. He's just got it. He's that type of dude where he makes the NFL. He's going to be here for like 15 years and he's going to be insanely good. He's going to be an all pro multiple times. It's going to be crazy. Uh, and the last winner I have here is Philly. I really like the Jordan Davis pick. I feel like that's their Fletcher uh, Cox replacement right there. And I really like them getting the Kobe Dean, which I don't know why he fell. I believe it was, uh, it, it was, was a torn it was back. Con- it was, no, it was concerned because he refused and denied surgery. After, you know, and the doctor's orders, and they were concerned about him, like, if that shoulder was totally recovered or whatnot. Okay. So, I mean, him him pretty much refusing to get surgery really turned some teams off late. Sure. Okay. So, I I still think that he's going to be a great player. I'm pretty upset the Patriots didn't take him. But, I mean, I guess Cole Strange is all right. I like you. Listen, don't get me started, please. I I cannot believe the audacity (laughs) of some people to claim that, oh, just because it was the scouters who drafted last year. He better be Logan Mankins 2.0. I'll, I Listen, better, we, that's all I'm going to say. This is the age and this is the generation where if we are upset with a pick, we can't give a guy credit for six rings. So, sure. Six rings and then being actually the only coach currently in the league to draft two Super Bowl MVPs in his drafting career, Julian Edelman and Dion Branch. Wow. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'll, know for I'll, a guy, I'll put trust in Bill. For, for, a guy who, for a guy who can't draft receivers, that's pretty good. 
He can't draft receivers. Oh, yeah. Drafted two Super Bowl MVPs. Oh, come on, Conte. Nikhil Harry. That's the That's only argument example. I need. It's, one That's, example. it's the only I example I need. It's, one example it's the I gave only you example two. I need. One of them was a quarterback. Like, we got lucky. It's one example I gave you, too. <laughs> Did you see the Patriots actually also signed the uh, uh, undrafted free agent? They got the quarterback from Miami. I did not. I did not. I honestly did not really keep too much track so, of the undrafted free agents this year. But I'm excited to give my winners, man. Yeah. You ready? I am. Oh yeah, my my last winner winners just oh up. sorry was sorry, uh, bad, was Philly. Bad. Philly had a great draft in my opinion. My bad, bro. Yeah, so I actually only have three winners. Okay. Um, I do not believe that a lot of teams truly truly impressed me this year in terms of their drafting ability. This was your draft, you know. I love the D-backs draft. I love it. I love it. I really and truly do. But. Not a lot of teams made the absolute like slam dunk picks, in my opinion, and that's why I only have three winners as opposed to four. But we agree on one of them. It's the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Kyle Hamilton falling right there in your lap. Golden. Absolutely golden pick, I believe. I agree with you. Top five talent, maybe top three. Tyler Lindebaum, agree with you. So, I mean, I, I don't really agree with the scout who said he's one of the best like prospects we've ever seen at offensive lineman or guard because if that was the case, he'd go number five or six and he'd go top ten, just like Quentin Nelson. So I personally don't believe that, but I agree with you. He's going to be in the league for a long time. Round two, pick 45. David Ajabo was potentially a top 15 pick before his injury. Mm. I mean, he like I said last week, he was getting the hype that Trayvon Walker is getting now. And you get him at pick 45. I understand the injury and if he'll be able to recover, but with all the defensive guys that Baltimore drafted, that well-coached defensive line, and Adafi Owe really coming into his own last year and is going to improve this year, they can afford to not have him. They can afford to not have him and redshirt him this year. If they get him and he pans out to everything the scouts say, watch out this Ravens defense is already going to be like more legit than they already are. Travis Jones, I don't know if you remember, but last week he's a defensive tackle out of UConn. I had him going to the Packers in the first round. That's potential first-round talent right there, a big, big man to clog up the middle at pick 76 in the third round. I think that Travis Jones is going to be a huge steal to this Baltimore Ravens team. And then in round four pick 110, Daniel Falele, he has starting quality, starting qualities at the tackle position. And I definitely think he fills a need. And he, he's able to be developed along with being kind of a rotational guy or a starter. So I think the Ravens had one hell, hell of a draft. I, dis- very well. I disagree with you, Will. The Vikings are great winners in this draft. The Vikings are winners. All right, let, let, let me hear your pitch. Louis Cine, I said last week, listen, I do not believe that he will be a good pick. I think it's going to be a little confusing, and he'll struggle initially. But if you're a secondary player, who would you want mentoring you other than two age-old veterans like Harrison Smith and Patrick Peterson? Who else would you want mentoring you? I don't know, like Deion Sanders? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Deion, Coach, Pri- Coach Pratt. Yeah, but, Coach Pratt. But, but, I mean... <laughs> Those are two highly respected, highly successful, and still pretty pa- decent. Happy is a very good veteran to have. I and will say. so isn't Harrison Smith. Yeah, Harrison Smith has been elite for about a decade now. Absolutely. So I mean, I mean, I think that Luisine, because of the mentorship he's going to get, is actually going to become a pretty goddamn decent NFL player. Sure. And he sure. had some upside already. The only confusion with him it was never his talent. It was he was playing out of position, and will he be able to adjust in the NFL? That's it. In round in the in the other one, I'm sorry, um, Jesus Christ. The other pick that they had in round two, pick 42, they traded back and got Andrew Booth, who was projected a late first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Booth is a great man-to-man corner. And again, two secondary pieces who have a little bit of questions, but both guys who had first-round talent, 
and is a and Booth is a great man to man corner and gets mentored by Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Like that's two big secondary pieces to this future that you added. That's true. Maybe pick, I undermined Andrew Booth a little less than I did. Yeah, I, sure. pick fifty nine. Ed Ingram, have you seen Ed Ingram's tape, The Garden of LSU? <laughs> Ed Ingram is a mean son of a bitch. Yeah. Have you seen that guy when he steps, when he goes on his he, pulse? He got a little nasty to him. Pancake, bro. <laughs> He's got a little He's nasty. nasty. He's going to be a future pro bowler. Book it Love right it. now. Love Ed it. Ingram, Garden of LSU. And then pick three, Brian Asamoah, a defensive end. He has great play recognition, and his speed's off the charts. He has to work a little bit in coverage. But he has great play rack. He can track down the running backs like it's nothing. And his ability to rush is great. Great speed. Hit the weight room a little bit. But that could be a slam dunk of a pick too. Yeah. I mean, and, and one more, the Chiefs. Okay. Everyone who I was high on, the Chiefs ended up getting. I know. Okay. And I'm Carl pissed about this. <laughs> Trent McDuffie at pick 21. I think that Trent McDuffie, great, great pick. He's going to be the greatest corner in the Gino, history you, of the NFL. You know what the question is though? What? I, I need. Does Trent McDuffie... Sound like a Kansas City Chiefs corner. No, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. And it <laughs> makes me sad. And it makes me sad. Now he's only going to be the second greatest corner of all time <laughs> instead of the first. But Trent McDuffie, nonetheless, great player. The Chiefs badly needed some secondary, and they yeah, got it. It's a great pick. And then George Karloftis, who I would have loved the Patriots to get with pick 21, yeah. great power guy yeah. and a perfect compliment. You have two power guys. Oh, I'm sorry. You have off the edge now, you have speed and you have power. Frank Clark is a speed guy and agility, and then power coming up the edge. I thought we were ranking sandwiches. I'm sorry, Jake. Okay. <laughs> sorry, Jake. <laughs> Power guy. My number one would be the Burger King chicken sandwich. Uh, I don't. I don't care what anyone says. That thing smacks. GTFOH, dude. It <laughs> smacks. Mm-hmm. I'd smack that thing to the ground and stop. Gino, are you? Feet. Have you not had the original chicken sandwich? I have. Gino, you don't like it? What? Conzi. It's up there, dog. Oh, I mean, I kind of woke up in a fucking coma two minutes later. Oh, my to go God. The South <laughs> but anyways, I love Carl Loftus. I think, I don't know if I call him a steal at 30, but a great value pick. Sky Moore. No, Sky Moore was a The more pick. I actually watch this guy's tape, yeah. I like him. I told you, most underweighted, under, underweighted, underrated. <laughs> underrated wide receiver in the draft, in my yeah, opinion. He's a little bit short, but I mean, he's the total package. He really is the total package. I mean, he he's the prototypical wide receiver that you get and a good replacement for Tyreek Hill. Brian Cook, a great safety. Finally, Daniel Sorensen gets the hell out of town, okay? Big, great pursuit, great play recognition, and a hell of a tackler, a hell of a, hell of a thumper at safety. They needed yep. that. And I then, love how the Chiefs went talent on defense. Yes. You need talent, and yes. they went on and got it. And I then Leo it. Chanel. I wanted Leo I know, Chanel I know, so Gino. I remember being on the phone with you in round two. Like, I know. I wanted Leo Chanel so bad. Yeah. Why does everyone I love go to Kansas City? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, obviously needs to work on coverage, but Nick Bolton is good enough to do that. Okay, he was a great pick last year, and then he strictly just – he has great, great run pursuit, a great run stuffer at the linebacker position. Leo Chanel, I think, is going to surprise a lot of people. Those are my winners. And that's really what I got. So, I mean. Gino, I, I got one more question for you. Did you see uh, <laughs> Pickens get drafted? Pickens? Get yeah. drafted? Yeah. This yeah. is Pittsburgh, yeah. No, but did you did you see his reaction to him getting drafted? I kind of did. I forget what I saw. He made for the AFC North. He's absolutely made for the AFC North. It's it's a video of of him like staring at the screen. Dude, right? he looks like he looks pissed, but like in the best way possible. I think you can hear it uh, on the I'll mute it. Sorry, but this is his reaction to him getting drafted. Like that man is made for the AFC North, which is like the most like grit and grind, 
Like, I'm, I'm quoting directly from Lamar Jackson. It's the hood of the NFL. That, yeah. is, what, that is what people say the uh, the AFC North is. And if you don't know what I'm talking about with this George Pickens thing, go look it up. Yeah. Like, he, he looks, like, pissed, like, ready. I see everyone saying NBA young boy energy. Like, it... It's awesome. All right, bro, just also, stay healthy. <laughs> no, for real, stay healthy. And if you if you've watched his tape, this guy loves to talk shit. He love it. Is, his most favorite thing to do is to get into fights. Like it is. Yeah, look, the, one of the first things that comes up when you look up is just. I think he throws this guy into like the end zone or something. Like <laughs> he's just throwing punches. <laughs> like this dude was made for the AFC North. Like, he was made for this division. <laughs> Here he's, we go, Jim. He's, he's <laughs> oh. the, he throws him into the crowd, too. We watch this for a little while. <laughs> like, he was made for the AFC North, and I'm so happy he's a stealer. Pickens looks like the baby. Yeah, he did. Like, Jake, say no more after that. Yeah, no, like, leave it there. Yeah. No, but uh, I, that was my favorite, I think, moment from the draft is watching yeah, George bro. Pickens get picked. Hell yeah. So that was great. I, we'll jump into the, the NBA. Yeah. Let's get into the first round reaction. All right. Kind of recap. So a lot of stuff has happened, really, in the last eight days because we had Conti and Nick on Tuesday last week. And a lot of stuff has happened. The first round has really ended. The second we got round, everything right. <laughs> yeah, the second round has begun. I don't know if we got everything go, go right. Go us. I'm pretty sure we did. But know. let me say this. I have a couple of notes here, and tell me what you think. Okay. I, I have four bullet points that I really think need to be addressed. Sure. Time for Brooklyn to blow it up. Yes. Utah seriously needs retooling. Not yes. a blow up like Brooklyn, but they need retooling. I'm a little worried about the Suns. I don't yeah. think that series should have gone six games. Absolutely not. And the Timberwolves have arrived. Yeah. The Timberwolves have arrived. I, I agree with you on pretty much everything there. I, Brooklyn has to blow it up. It's time. I think Kyrie needs to get out of town. Uh, this whole experiment of, oh, we don't need a coach. Defense is optional. It's disgraceful. Let's, let's just go. It, it was awful. It doesn't it's disgraceful. work. It, 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 was, it was horrible. And no, I, I hate it. It was disgraceful. Thank and you. Thank, I, you. Thank I, you. I agree <laughs> with you. And I hate that Steve Nash had to be a part of this. Because I think Steve Nash is better than he could be a good coach. I really think Steve Nash could be a good coach. Uh, it's it's unfortunate that he had to get stuck with this. Because this is just, for lack of better words, a shit show. I mean, what happened in uh, Brooklyn this year was awful. I mean, it, you you can't be having that. You can't have your players saying they don't need to be coached. Yeah. Imagine if any other players in the league did that. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Honestly, we don't even oh, look, need a coach. So, do you remember when I was on the phone with you? Well, Cam Thomas yes. super picked by Cardinal. Yes. When he was when we were on the phone, um, I told you I'm like, oh, Jake that. loves this guy. Jake loves this guy because yeah. he just got drafted. So yeah, Jake, I'm I'm cool. I'm funny that you said that. And real quick, Cam Thomas, Jake actually sent me a thing, a stat sheet of him and Karloftis. Uh, Cam Thomas is actually pretty goddamn similar to Karloftis. So, I mean, he could be an impact player, and the Cardinals might have gotten a good guy right there. Yeah, I think Cardinals are pretty good, too. I mean, I, I think reaching at Hollywood Brown for a first is a little bit much. But, yeah, a little but, bit much. Uh, yeah. It's a lot much. I yeah. mean, you can't catch anything. But, uh, no, to get back to Brooklyn, I mean, they have to blow it up. Kyrie's got to get out, which sucks because Brooklyn, before Katie and Kyrie went there, were on the right track. They had a very deep bench. Uh, I, I disagree with them trading for Harden. I didn't like how they got rid of Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert. I thought those were great pieces to have on your bench. And, I mean, if you're a Brooklyn fan, I mean, this is this is almost traumatizing, yeah. right? Like, this is awful. Yeah. And so, yeah, I agree with that. And Utah seriously needs some retooling. Absolutely. I think that, so, I, I've heard or I've Make seen the some Davis things. Trade. Make the Davis trade. Make the Davis trade, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even trying to say, oh, give me credit. 
But like, and I'm, I, I really hope that this is something that I speak into existence. Because really and truly, yeah, Anthony Davis obviously has not had the greatest reputation over the last year or so, especially because of his inability to stay on the floor. I don't think he deserves blame for it. Because, sure. I mean, you can't do anything about injuries. I mean, you, you can't just be like, all right, all right, roll your ankle today, buddy. <laughs> you know, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. But, I mean, definitely I think his trade value has depleted. You'll still have to give up Gobert and probably a multitude of picks. But you'd have to give up a lot less than what new uh, the Lakers did yeah. to get him in the first place. The Lakers aren't even going to be able to get rid of Westbrook. If Honestly, if you're the Lakers, yeah. you shouldn't get rid of Westbrook. Not because I think Westbrook is some crazy asset to have. But what are you going to get back? You're not going to get back anything you with Westbrook. John Wall, I think. Sure, but John Wall. Bad contract but for if, bad contract. if you if you remember the beginning of uh, midway through this year at the trade deadline, they couldn't they couldn't trade Westbrook because teams wanted a first round pick to take Westbrook's contract, and they didn't have one up to give. So I I don't know. I I mean I would do Westbrook for John Wall. I really would. Sure. I, I would. I sure. mean, and then honestly, if you, and then if you're Houston, if you want to cut ties with John, I'm sorry, uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Westbrook. Yeah. I mean, you can do it. You're a rebuilding team. You can sure. eat his cap. Do what the Thunder did with Kemba Walker. Actually, you know what? Don't and don't let Westbrook get anywhere near Jalen Green. Please. Well, that's what I'm saying. Cut him. Please. That's what I'm I saying. I don't cut. want Westbrook anywhere near Jalen Green because <laughs> they're both athletic guards, and oh, I, I can't. I that's could. What I'm saying, I cut could him. not deal with that. I really like Jalen Green. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying cut him. Yeah. And then eat the cap, kind of like what OKC did this year with uh, Kemba and Elvor. Sure. That's okay. why I'm saying do that. But anyways, um, I am a little bit worried about the Suns. I know that they just took game one against Dallas. And, I mean, who knows? I think that series is going to go to seven, personally. I Have they played game two yet? I do not think so. I think they're going to be playing today. Okay. But I'm a little worried. I understand that Devin Booker was out. But in my opinion, you are the far superior team. You were the number one team, not the number one Devin Booker in the Western Conference. Yeah. Even if Devin Booker wasn't there, I do not believe there's any excuse to not sweep this New Orleans Pelicans team. Mm. And I don't even think there was an excuse for you to gentlemen sweep them. I- I'm a little concerned. I will say I picked them to come out of the West, but I mean, I mean you're Looking facing tough. you're facing Luca, man. And I know, yeah. like I said, I know you just won Game One, but we know how much Luka Doncic fights even when he's down. Yeah. So he put up numbers too in that Game One that I, yeah. I believe. So and then what do you think? So. Timberwolves have arrived, and I mean that. Yeah. Sometimes, and I know they lost, but sometimes, when you don't think you have a chance, and you put up a bigger fight than anyone expected you to, I think a lot of people. That's how you get some names. Sometimes you look better in defeat than you do in victory. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really and truly the truth. Sometimes you look better in defeat than victory. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Yeah. Anthony Edwards, in my opinion, has solidified himself as an All Star. I think as so. An absolute All Star. I think he's that Dan, good. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns had a rough couple of games, but yeah. he really came through. When it mattered in the late game and the late stages of that series, yeah. and then D'Angelo Russell, in my opinion, great, great starting point guard to have. He's, he's all he, you need. He's all you need at the point guard. He yeah. makes the right passes. He's a steady shooter. He's a good playmaker. Defensive end, you know, it's not really his thing. But again, you Anthony Edwards is a great two defensive guard, so you can stick him on the best perimeter player uh, on the the other team. Yeah, the, yeah. This I agree with you. This Minnesota Timberwolves team is is here to stay, in my opinion. You have a lot of young guys. You have a lot of guys who. You already paid. You have guys who you're going to need to pay eventually, but I don't think that they're backing down. Obviously, Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell want to play together, and they've said that. They've been very public about that, and there's no way they would ever get rid of Anthony Edwards, who I got flack for for saying he was better than LaMelo at the beginning of the draft, by the way. He, he is. Yeah. Like, oh, I said it's it too. He is. Yeah, yeah. It's, he is. It's not even close. I said Anthony Edwards should go number one. They said, what about LaMelo Ball? I said, no, absolutely yeah. not. 
But there's no shame. Yeah. There's no shame, and clearly Minnesota made the right pick. Absolutely, he's a he's a duh. and also he's become one of my favorite players to listen to in the league. Oh yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he he's funny. Anthony Edwards has me laughing every single he's pure. Uh, pose. Yeah, he's pure. He's pure. He's very fun to to watch and to listen to, and I totally agree with you. I mean, this team is is here to stay. You put up a very very good fight. It's not like they all you know played bad and they lost games. I mean, it was just. Memphis is a little bit more win now ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if you give uh the Timberwolves team a little bit more time, let Anthony Edwards take that next leap. D'Angelo Russell's still gonna be steady. I really like what Patrick Beverly did for this team. Yes, Pat they, yep. they need to throw him a bag. I think I think they already did, or I don't know if he's coming up on a new contract soon. You need to keep that man on the team. He compliments this whole what they're trying to do. Great. Besides Carl Anthony Towns talking shit, he needs to stop doing that. Because whenever he talks shit, they blew leads. So yeah. <laughs> he, he needs to stop doing that. When Draymond Green said you have to be yourself, I 100% agree. And Kat, I, I'm the exact same way. <laughs> I, I tried to talk trash once in a basketball game in my life to the crowd, and we lost. And yeah. it, was, it was not a good idea. I was not mentally ready for getting heckled by the crowd. Some of us can do it. My younger brother Brady loves talking to the crowd, and it makes him play better. For me... No. Cat, I don't think you can talk to the crowd then. I don't. Willie Anthony Towns. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was bad. It was real bad when I did it. Yeah, hey. So, I mean, <laughs> that's really all I had for the round one. I mean, I just had four very, like, major yeah. bullet points, in my opinion. I'll, I'll ask mean, you something real quick. Oh, man. go ahead. What, what, yeah. what do you think about the, the Sixers? No, no Embiid for game two. James Harden isn't the same James Harden that we've seen. And Miami looks dominant. I mean, is this a sweep? Oh, I, well, I'm, no, I mean, I, I think it's definitely a sweep for sure. Um, I mean, I definitely think that them even taking that, I'm sorry, them not even almost blowing that lead to Toronto mm. without Fred Van Vliet was inexcusable. I mean, in the way I look at it, Fred Van Vliet comes back next year, Toronto's winning it all. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. I didn't yeah. think about that. They're going to go 16-0 yeah. in the playoffs. They're going to sweep everybody, Yes, in my opinion. So that's what I think Toronto's going to do. If they didn't have Fred Van Vliet, We'd be talking. I'm sorry. If they had Fred VanVleet, we're talking about pro- possibly the greatest team of all time. Absolutely. So- <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. 100. percent I'm man. with you. <laughs> yes, sir. I so, do. I do like two. Toronto too. Round two, baby. You ready? Yep. Cool. So so far, what do you got? Okay, so we'll start on the the eastern side real quick. Uh, start at the top of the bracket. I have a, a sweep. You know, I agree with you. I think that this Miami team is first of all very very well coached, very good on the defensive end. They gave Trey Young hell. They're giving James Harden hell right now, especially without Embiid. Even when Embiid comes back, I think this is a sweep, maybe a, a gentleman sweep. I don't even see it coming close for that series. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll go real quick. Yeah. So I got, excuse me, I got Miami in four, a sweep. Mm. I got Boston in seven. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I got Boston in seven. I have Golden State in seven. Ooh. And you ready for this? Ooh. I have... Phoenix in seven. Okay. I okay. have three seven games. I have a sweep. You know what's, the rest you know what's funny? Mine is very similar, I will say. So I'll, I have, you know, like I said, sweep from Miami and Philly. Uh, Miami sweeping. I have the Celtics winning in seven, too. I think that's going to be a very, very good series. And I think it goes down to the wire. I have Golden State winning in six here. I think Golden State... Six, seven, same shit. Yeah, same <laughs> thing. And I, I also have Phoenix and Dallas going seven, but I have Dallas taking it in seven. Do you? Luka has been unstoppable. He had 45 points in that first game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's looking like he's going to be that guy. And they scored 114 points in that game. That defense get a little bit better. I think this is a good series. I really think the Mavs are going to close this out. The Mavs haven't wildly impressed me. I think their role players 
know their roles, they know what they have to do on the floor. And we saw that in the last series, right? They were less they were a less talented team. They didn't have Luca. They didn't have Luca. And they still took those games. games. And they split. Yeah. That's and that's a whole nother reason to me why I personally think it I'm close to saying Utah should blow it up. But you're telling me you you gotta keep Donovan. You have Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, and you can't beat a Luka Doncic less Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, that's no, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's bad. It's embarrassing, though. It, to me, it's absolutely, uh, positively embarrassing. That's my that's my personal opinion on the matter. But anyway, so let me say something about the Boston Celtics in regards to round two. We're in trouble. Really? Even after last night? We're in trouble. Or, or, I, I don't like what I saw yesterday. You, too many threes? And listen, I don't want to sound like the yes. I don't want Van to Van Gundy like... was pissing me off last night, by the way. I was, he was frustrated. Right. He was right. Dude, but we're up by 20. I don't know. The he inner... was absolutely but right. Willie from Selfie almost came out. Yeah. I was like, listen, what are you talking about? Listen, like, <laughs> Celtics in four. Get, get, get mad at Stan Van Gundy all you want. He was absolutely right. If we do not find a way to unlock or like a secret to beating this paint defense of the Milwaukee Bucks, yeah. we're not going to win. The shots aren't going to fall like they did. All game, every game. See, I, I disagree with you because now I think that when we go uh, to game three in Milwaukee, they're going to start closing out on those shooters more, which is going to open up more lanes for Tam and Brown to go to the No, hole. the Bucks aren't going to change who they are, man. You don't the think, you think they're the still gonna just going to give us threes? Yes. They, well, then we'll keep they've, making they've, them. They've, they've <laughs> Perfect. Season. Grant tell, Williams is tell money me, from tell that me corner one thing three. thing that impressed you about the second half last night. Yeah, the second half was rough. That's what lie. I'm saying. I, I we will were, say, admittedly, I'm a bad Celtics fan. I only watched the fourth quarter last night because I was out at dinner at the Cheesecake Factory. But I did go back and watch the game, and it was just a lot of made threes. We have won two out of the eight quarters so far in the series. Yeah. And because of those two quarters that we won, we were able to win four last night. Okay, and credit to our defense. I'm not going to discredit the defense because we played excellent defense down the stretch. But we are in trouble if we do not find a way to get into the paint of this Milwaukee Bucks team. I will say, Ime Yudoka has gained my trust, and I feel like he's going to go in with a new excellent game plan. Because he's he's not that type of coach, right? He's not that kind of, oh, yeah, we'll just make threes. No, that's not the type of guy he is. He's San Antonio bred. He was under Popovich's wing. He's, he's going to find a way to break this Milwaukee defense. I have faith in him. I don't know, man. I, I don't. Because the way I look at it, it goes, if you win by 20, why would you deviate from that plan? Yeah. You know, so it this this game three is very polarizing. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But I'm telling you, if we don't win this next game, I think it's over. Yeah, it's it's if, tough. If Milwaukee goes up two one, I I think it's over. I'm serious. It could be tough. I, I'm serious. And that means that the Celtics are probably going to win in five because <laughs> the last time said it, Gino said it was over for the Celtics, we went on a crazy win streak. So Listen, I, like I, I would love for, I would love for it to happen, but I'm yeah. telling you, I I'm worried. I'm worried. Even last night, I am worried. We have won two out of the eight quarters. I'll repeat in this series, we have won. We did nothing. We did nothing impressive. We were absolutely stagnant last night, and because we hit threes, we we made it. But it's you're part, not it's part of the game, Conti. We are not the 2018, 2019, 2020 Rockets. That's not who yeah, we are. That's true. We don't live and die by the three. Yeah. We are a ball movement team who shoots threes well when they we take them, yes. but we also go into the paint. Derek Milwaukee White. gives up a bunch of threes, though, so you got to take advantage. No, I, I completely understand, but we're not Golden State, and we're not the Houston Rockets in like the late 2010s. That's not who we are. We can shoot threes, and we can shoot them well, but that's after we get lots of good looks because of ball movement and guys like Al Horford taking it in the paint. 
I'm, ser- I'm concerned. Yeah, no, I, I would be too. I do agree, but like, you know, like I said, Willie from Selfie almost came, came out. We're up by 20 and Van Gundy's talking about the Celtics need to do better. He <laughs> was right. I, I, it, he was right. Sure. He was It is concerning, right. but I think if you're giving up the threes, I mean, take them. You know what I mean? No, no, and, and that's not what I'm questioning. Well, yes. I don't want you to say, no, force you, it to the paint yes. every time. But you're saying we need to find a way to break the, the paint in the D. It has yes. to happen. Yes. Okay. We, we ha- we and I agree with you, yeah. but Giannis is a menace down there. It's hard. Like yeah, he, no, no, absolutely. And then Brooke Lopez, you know, like, great room protector, a mountain, too. A, mountain, a mountain of a man. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that actually not playing Daniel Tice last night was actually good, kind of shortening that rotation a little yeah. bit. Because as much as love Danny Tice too, poor I, poor Jason Dan. I don't think J- nice. Jason. Hey, don't you say that around. Hey, you know what? Actually, we're you not. Know, we're in Marshfield. We're in Marshfield now. <laughs> you know, I didn't mean we were in Marshfield. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason Dan's what in Reading? Yeah. Yeah. He's still in Bridgewater right now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. We left him behind. I'm, I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> but anyways, so I, I mean, to kind of go away from the Celtics. I mean, have you said have you said everything you need to say? About yeah, them? no, I'm I'm good. Philly's a fraud. Yeah, and I'm going to say it. I agree. Philly's a fraud. It's Joel and Beater bust. I think we're witnessing the decline of James Harden before our very eyes. Yeah. I mean, without being in a Mike D'Antoni system, I mean. And he goes from what a thirty-point score to like a twenty mid-twenties point score, yeah. and yeah, stats even and early twenty, like a and, twenty-one and, and point score. Stats isn't everything. I'm yeah. guy, I'm a guy who doesn't like to rely on stats, but I mean, Jesus Christ, you'd think he'd at least have flashes of himself, especially him being the number one guy with Embiid gone, right? Yeah. Tobias Harris outscored him last night. <sighs> he he doesn't he doesn't take over games anymore. He can't. Um, uh, once honestly, and I saw this coming right when they change the rules on how fouls are called that hindered james harden and he hasn't been able to get into a rhythm it seems like ever since the new the new rule with fouls he can't get to the and line did you see the press conference they no were like, I didn't. oh they were like oh how are you how's your game faring or like can you comment on your recent struggles when, when they changed the, the rules for fouls and he goes next question yeah yeah no he, he, he knows question. and he actually like that, thinks there was a report absurd. that came out he thinks the rule is because of him which I think it is absolutely hilarious. is. It, it, it is, is, but it's not for him specifically. It's for that type of player who likes to yeah, debate he's the, at the, forefront the, the Trey though. Youngs, the James Hardens. Uh, but he's absolutely at the forefront. Though, absolutely, though. He's yeah. the, yeah, Which, he's the first of all, I think is way better for basketball. I, I hated those fouls. Yeah. But it's hard. We are seeing the decline of James Harden before our very eyes. I think Phillies are frauds too. Even when uh, Joel Embiid comes back, I mean, you're going to be down 0-2. I mean, Miami's this... a very momentum-based team. Yeah. So. so, I mean, actually, in my opinion, when you get swept, or when they get swept by by uh, Miami in the second round, I don't think you blow it up, but I definitely think you get rid of Tobias Harris because that's way too much yes. money to have on your books. Yes. And for sure, you get rid of James Harden, and you just surround him with shooters. Make this the 2009 Orlando Magic. Yeah. Make this a 2009 Orlando Magic, and then Dwight Howard does it. Tyrese Maxey's ready, too. I, do like Ty- I like Tyrese Maxey a lot. He's a dog. Speaking of dogs, what's, what's up, up, my Fifi? dog? <laughs> Ooh, Fifi, that's my dog. <laughs> but a anyway, lot of features on Conte and Nick today. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, we're back at the Nicholson household. Exactly. It's so, the best part. Memphis versus Golden State, box office. Yes. In my opinion, absolutely. the series is split one-to-one. One. Yep. Okay. John Morant scored Forty-seven points last night. He's so good, man. He's so good. Yeah, He's such a good I, player. I love John Morant. He's personally one of my favorite players in the league. And yep. you know what? For like young guys, that'd be rare for me to say. I, usually I know, like the old head. especially the hyper, the hyper athletic, like jump out of the gym type. He's grittying on the court, you know. Hey, whatever. whatever. <laughs> one of Gino's favorite guys. I love it. Whatever. I love, I love the Memphis Grizzlies. I've always loved the grit yeah. and grind style. Yeah. You know what? I always he, he kind of does fit into that too. Ja, yeah. dude, he's ja a tough played, son of a bitch. Oh my god, he's dude, a hybrid of someone, the old and new He school. had the dunk of the year. 
the other night. Yeah. Where he just it, he literally floated and dunked over. I forgot who it was, but it, the dude is crazy athletic. Dude, he's a hybrid of. If you didn't school. know, by the way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> chalk and, and jump. Dude, and the, and the amount of nearly dunks that he's had, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. The, dunk, the Kevin the Love one. Kevin Love? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he dude. did that. He literally went over someone and, like, um, it's, it's John insane. Morant is the perfect combination of the old school mentality and the old school play style along with the new school. He's a great, great hybrid player. And he honestly, the perfect You and Brady parent. really are the same people. The perfect <laughs> era parent to my company. Wow, what is, does Brady love him too? The exact same thing. Brady thinks he should have won MVP. He well, should be I, the I'm guy. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> Brady and Gino have similar basketball takes. I predicted who would have thought? Win MVP. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then, but didn't, didn't he agree with me with the James Harden thing way back in the day too? Oh, yeah. With uh, MVP over Giannis? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. I mean, listen. Brady Nicholson and Gino Conti are two brilliant minds. I mean, okay. I, I, I don't know what to okay. tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But okay. I will say, uh, unfortunately, it, it's hard for me to make this prediction because I don't know if you remember last year in the playing tournament, Memphis beat Golden State and knocked yeah. Golden State out of the playoffs. So it's tough for me to take Golden State, especially with Gary Payton and his injury. Yeah, that is tough. Yeah, I mean, that is very tough. That is a huge defensive piece that yeah. you're missing. But I do Clay think... needs to shoot the ball better, too. Yes. And, and I do think that the experience of Golden State takes them over the Young Bucks okay. in this series particularly, but it's very tough for me to say that. Yeah. And it's not just because I love John Morant. It's because I think Memphis is just – I think they're incredible, and I think they're going to be mainstays of the top-seeded Western Conference team for a year to come. I mean, do you have – I'm sorry, you have Golden State winning in seven yeah, or Gold, six? Yeah, Golden State in six, yeah. So does the, so Gary Payton, that doesn't really tip the scales for you at all, that injury? It does. I, I mean, I've been on the record saying how high I am on this Warriors team. I think this Warriors team is, like, ridiculous. Well, you said talented. no one's beaten them. You have yeah. them coming out of the West, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I understand – but and then like listen, Clay Thompson, the defense never goes away, but obviously he's less athletic because he didn't play in two years. Yeah. He's good. But I mean, that's Give me a Celtics Warriors finals. Just give me a Celtics Warriors you, you, finals. You you'd pay up for that, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, you, oh, you, you, yeah. you'd pay up for a ticket there. You'd oh yeah, I'd be going to that. I know you would. <laughs> First play of the game, it would be Jalen Brown dunking, dunking over Kevon Looney rather than JaVale McGee. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, Need that again. I mean, honestly, I think that Golden State it's tough for me, man. I don't want to switch my pick, and I'm not going to, but I really and truly think that there, if there's going to be a thing where I'm wrong, it's definitely going to be Memphis and Golden State because it's going to be a like, close listen, It sounds a little silly to say that, go, that Gary Payton tips the scales, but when you have a guy who contributes that much on the defensive side of the ball, your game plan has to completely change now, and I don't know if they're ready for that mid-series, but I do think that their experience kind of puts them over the top yeah. just barely. In this series. Sure. I mean, the the last series that we have is, I mean, the, the disagreement one, right? You got uh, Phoenix in seven. Yeah. I have um, the Mavs in seven. This is going to be a very close series. And I will say, I think Phoenix is in trouble. Uh, uh, sure, you can say a couple of games with Scott Foster. But um, I don't know. I, Luka is crazy good. Yeah. He's amazing. 45 points and they scored 114 points and lost. I mean, if Luka can keep up that type of scoring volume, I think Luka is one of the best players in the league. Yes. And I don't really think there's someone on that Mavs team that can guard him right now. Chris Paul is too small, and anyone else, it seems like they're too slow. And I know Luka's not fast, but... Well, Jay Carter's a thumper. I'm sure. not saying Jay Carter sure. obviously will guard him and lock him up, but yeah. I mean, if there is... A guy that you would want to guard someone like Luca, I would say it's Jake Rather. Sure. I mean, and then he's Mikhail a tough, Bridges, he's a tough Bridges, guard, man. No, he he's, is. Oh, dude, he's you a can't tough guard. guard. Dude, Paul George couldn't defend him, and then yeah. the same height. Or yeah. I think Paul George is even a little bit taller, yeah. right? 
It's hard. Paul George couldn't guard him, and Kawhi Leonard struggled to guard him. Yeah. So I mean, listen, I'm I'm out here arguing that Jay Crowder is gonna do it, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Jay Crowder, I mean, I think is your best bet, and Mikael Bridges is really good too. You know what this just reminded me of? What? Do you remember way back? Uh, it was like round one, Rockets versus uh, Warriors or something. And KD had 50 points on PJ Tucker. And everyone was like, that is the toughest 50 points that KD has ever scored. I have not seen or heard it, but I definitely believe it. it was, they were like, he's, they were like, hey, show credit to where credit is due. That was the hardest 50 KD's ever had to score. Like, he still scored 50. Like, he still had 50. Like, nah, but PJ Tucker made him work for those 50. Like, hey, I bet your ass he did, man. <laughs> So I mean, I love that. I mean, we'll definitely go over uh, in the coming weeks. We'll definitely go over the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals, man. Yeah. So, but for clarification, essentially what we believe is Celtics Miami, right? Yep. And then you have Dallas and Golden State. Yes. So I have Celtics Miami. We agree there. Yep. And then I have Phoenix and Golden State. I think anyone can take this Phoenix series. But yeah. I don't. No, I, I don't think it's a sure and thing. And you know what? If you were to tell me like you went into the future and said Dallas Mavericks won this series, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And the only reason I'm saying that is because, again, I understand D-Book was out and he's your best player, but still, I mean, a six-game series against the Pelicans, a team that wasn't even supposed to be in the playoffs but got in luckily because of the plan. Yeah. I don't know, man. It is I, tough. I don't know, you know? It is very tough. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty good. I, I feel good. I'm, How about I'm yourself? I'm good, yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, yeah. Before we wrap up here, you know, uh, happy May the 4th to anyone out there. Yep. Uh, big Star Wars fan. Always have been. Always will be. Absolutely. Uh, hey, Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow. Yes, exactly. You your ass, I'm going to go to Ocho Cafe in North yeah. Weymouth. <laughs> Brady Nicholson's play is on Friday. Hell the yeah. summer is starting. I'm officially done with school. Uh so it's it's gonna be real, but you know what? You know who? <laughs> God, how do we transition this? Uh, you know Come who? Come on, you gotta have uh, it ready. Uh, you know who would really help the teams in the playoffs if he was there? Gino. You, you know, I don't know, and why don't you tell me? Gianbro. Peace, ladies and gentlemen.